Goal Night. Al Foran's Football Forum. A Goal Night original. Very welcome to episode 13 of Goalmouth, Al Forn's Football Forum. This is a Goalout original podcast talking about all things football. Goalout is the home of Irish podcasts and the new Goalout app is available to download for free now in the App Store. You'll find new episodes of Goalmouth every Tuesday at lunchtime, first on the Goalout app and all major podcast platforms. And this week I'm joined by my good pal Alan Carley. How are you, pal? I'm good, Al. It's great, good to see you. Great to have you. You have your own podcast, Callie's Call. I do. Uh, it's the third season now we're into, Al. Yeah, third so, season. Third season, yeah. It's it's amazing how quickly... When are you going to get Brad with the new on? When are you going to get me on? <laughs> I've, been wait, I've been waiting for you to call me. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on, don't you worry. You'll be on, baby. Um, yeah, so we're into the third season. Going yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was kind of... It came after the pandemic, really. We were doing some yeah. live Instagram stories, you know, the, the, yeah. the chats that people were having during the pandemic. And then people seemed to like it and they were suggesting you should do a yeah. podcast. So thanks to the sponsor, Benetti Men's, where I better give them a mention as well. Because without yeah. them, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah, Stewie Byrne does it with me, colleague out in RT, obviously, and Class. former player, that teammate. So yeah, it's gone really well and yeah. love it. And isn't that, that's the great thing about, like... I suppose we talk about the pandemic in such a in such a negative light. There was a lot of good things that came out of the pandemic. We had to kind of think differently. Well, am I allowed? To, that am I allowed to say this? I know you have a big following and all the millions that will be listening <laughs> to this, all right. But I don't want to get myself in trouble. And I've always kind of whispered this to people, but yeah. I'm going to say it here publicly to you now. I absolutely loved the pandemic, <laughs> the first one in particular, the yeah. whole novelty of the first six weeks, eight yeah. weeks, and obviously where we live, beautiful yeah. beaches, yeah. beautiful places yeah. to walk and go. And um, it was the first time in my life, I'm not sure about you, I know you were very busy as well, so yeah. it was the first time in my life that you were able to actually just press pause on everything yeah. and the only decision you had to make when you woke up was will I walk right I this know. morning or will I walk left I know. and will I have tea or will I have coffee yeah I know and it was just <laughs> honestly the first, that six to eight weeks when the weather was obviously beautiful the time I spent with the kids um, everything about it to the point now where I've been saying to people, if Hall Martin was to come out tomorrow and say, look, you know what, lads, we're going to lock down for one month every year and I can guarantee the weather will be splitting the rocks. I'm all over it, Hall. <laughs> no, listen, it was, there were so, like, I mean, we got to spend time with our families. My, my, I got to, like, spend a lot of time with my daughter, which was beautiful. Like, she was, at the time of the pandemic, she had just turned one. Mm. So that was lovely for it, us. Absolutely. You know? Myself and Alison, so no, it was. There was some, especially, yeah, like, and, and look, I don't want to obviously, it was a very serious time, yeah, for people. of course, absolutely. Yeah. We, of course, we mentioned that, and I'm not dismissing that mm. for one second, but just in terms of, I suppose, the predicament we found ourselves in, yeah, the, pr- the priorities changed in terms mm. of, and sometimes I, I've often felt over the last years, people completely lost the run of themselves and yeah. forgot about the priorities in terms of just going for a walk or having a chat yeah, and a did. cup of tea with your yeah. friend or your, your daughter or your son or whatever the case may be. So yeah. from that aspect and from that point of view, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely, pal. Well, look, the most important thing we need to speak about is the review of the final weekend of the Premier League and what a weekend it was. Um, as a United fan, I'm like people say, oh, you're celebrating. No, I'm not celebrating. I'm relieved. As I said, I tweeted, the treble is safe. <laughs> 
Al, that's the, the gift with Alex Ferguson and Neville is brilliant, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. brilliant, yeah. God. It's brilliant. Because yeah, I only watched um, the Ferguson movie for the second time there a couple of weeks back. Yeah. And it's phenomenal what they achieved, really, when you think about it. And that's why, to be fair to Liverpool, Unreal. what they have done and what they were on the verge of doing, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, if someone had to say it to you, and particularly me, having played, and if someone had to say it to yeah. you at the start of the season and you look at a schedule and think, we will play every single game that's available for us to play mm. if we progress through the rounds of the different competitions, people would laugh at you, really. Yeah. And the fact that that's what they have done and... Yeah, it's, it's insane. It is insane. Like, it is. And, no, it's, it's, it's And as insanity. much as we're united, you have to give them credit on that, yeah. on that front. It's you just, have to, I mean, both teams, you just have to give them so much credit. We were just before we started recording it's just ridiculous how how many levels above mm. all of the other teams they are they're just it's for me it's like the they're like the Messi and Ronaldo version of football clubs mm. at the moment that's, that's a good description like. actually yeah because um they are on a whole different level and and you look at the performances it's it's crazy mm. to think the runs they go on that if one of them draw you think oh shit oh it's, it's a, a shock crisis. yeah <laughs> it's, it's a crisis yeah. the question i have on that is yeah. which one is messi and which one's ronaldo well, before I answer that, Andrew, <laughs> I would say, are you Messi or Ronaldo? Am I Messi or Ronaldo? Oh, can we not get into that? No. no. <laughs> but to answer the Liverpool City one, I'm Messi. Um, You're Messi. I, I do see, Ronaldo. I, see, I, I, I can't pick between either of them because they both have different qualities, which I, both, mm. which I love in a footballer. I was always Messi. Yeah. But I like the fact that what you said there, Andrew, is that I hate the debates around it. Just embrace what they are and how good they are because we won't see the like of it again. From an aesthetic point of view, yeah, it's messy, messy, isn't it? Yeah, it is oh, messy. Just, but because yeah. I was a Diego just, fan and he's yeah, the closest course, thing you'll ever get yeah. to. But yeah. like, I, I, just, I think what gets lost in this is the fact that, re, that Ronaldo just brought, brought athleticism to a whole new mm. level. Yeah, he That did. has never... Like, he's, he transformed what a modern... Yeah, oh, he set standards. Yeah, he it almost seems unfair fitness. to pick one over the other because, as you that's see, that's what I said. Yeah, you'd, you'd pick Messi, and then you'll start outlining all the things that Ronaldo are phenomenal, and it's yeah. it's, it's nearly an insult to say it to I him because he yeah. is just an absolute freak. As but well. I, but I think in terms of pure footballer, I think you have to say Messi. From yeah, in terms yeah, of technical standpoint, yeah, you have to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It From depends what you're looking for, I think. Passing and all that, but it's so. Uh, when, so, so, so Messi is Man City. So now that that tangent's out of the way, you're saying Messi's Man City. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying Messi's Man City because they're all total football. They just kill death by a thousand passes. Whereas Liverpool are functional in the sense that. Direct, get it up quick. Yeah. The three boys do the damage yeah, up front. The, the chaotic hustle and bustle, yeah. rock and roll style football. Yeah, the fitness levels that they need as well. North and just relentless. Very yeah. true, yeah. Well, do you know what? I, I, I want to get to the final weekend of the Premier League because we're talking about Messi here. And Messi has a new boss, I think. I can't believe I'm even fucking saying this. Kylian Mbappe is staying with PSG. He's been given a sporting director role. He's on one million a week. What the fuck is happening to the beautiful game? Yeah, honestly, well, it's far from beautiful. It's very ugly yeah. at the moment. Uh, to be I honest with you, Al, I said this to you on the phone earlier. That could you imagine now if Mbappe just decided, you know what, I'm going to take the complete piss here and just overrule everything they want. To do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's phenomenal. And then get out at the end of that yeah, contract. And then go, well, yeah. well, first of all, I thought he was a goner. <clears throat> Definitely, yeah. I thought he'd go to Real Madrid because you look at Real Madrid at the moment as well, and. Obviously, they're in the final next week. But I think Real Madrid are certainly on the verge of maybe coming back to what they once were. Yeah. When you think of Vinicius, Camavinga, yeah. looks like an absolute superstar. You throw in Mbappe to that. Yeah. 
Benzema I know he's getting on a bit but still doing his thing um, sort of a couple of phenomenal younger oh, players I Th- thought it was would have been a potent mix adding him in there wouldn't it yeah and and if he was to sign you'd all of a sudden you'd go from thinking they're, they're behind Man City Liverpool yeah. he would obviously elevate them to that kind yeah. of level nearly again but then the news obviously what broke of the, mon- the money side of things it's it's disgusting it's let's be absolutely honest absolutely Abhorrent in every single way. Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm, yeah, I'm disgusted by. Yeah, it. and I look, look. He's a great player and all that. But the problem is when you've states ruling, like running football yeah. clubs and no regulation around it yeah. really. And this is it's a recipe but, for what we're seeing at the moment. And I mean, obviously, you can you can criticize City in the same way. But at least when they brought in Pep Guardiola, they said, "Listen, this is your baby. Set up a structure in whatever mm. way you want." And let the, success, let the success of this club be consistent mm. and it has been whereas with PSG this Nasser El Khalifi guy it's like he's playing a career mode on FIFA mm. with an unlimited transfer budget he's buying the best individuals in every position and he thinks that they'll all blend together and win the Champions League it's pure desperation really, oh, it's, when you think it's, it. de- oh it's a desperate it yeah, the lengths they will go to to try and win the Champions League is pathetic what See, the- now of Leonardo though because we all know that Leonardo's the one been pulling the strings in yeah. there. Well, see the this example. Leonardo. Leonardo. Mbappe is the new Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's. Do you that's actually? Funny, do but you, it is the truth. I wonder. Actually, I know it was written down that that's how the contract is outlined. Or do you actually think he'll be in the office with the with Leonardo or ever saying, "No, don't sign him. Don't sign him." Oh, I don't I'd know. love if he was. I can't. I, like it is. I agree with both of you. It's absolutely yeah. apparent and it's brilliant. But I just, I'd love to see some chaos. Come with it. If we're going to get it, let's get some chaos but, with it. That's well, the way I think it's chaotic where, as it is. Where in their right minds do they think that this is going to be ah, but it's no the, crack the solution to them winning balance. the Champions League? But that brings it's you no back crack, to though, the point, Al, as well, of if you're saying about um, Mbappe doing all these different roles and comparing it with Man City and Guardiola, Guardiola wouldn't allow himself to be undermined by a player being given no. that freedom. And that's where City and Liverpool, and you go back to the Ferguson time with us with United, they're in total control, yeah. those managers of the football club. 100%. Do you think if someone came to Pep Guardiola tomorrow and says, we're signing Haaland and he's going to be telling you who to sign, he's going to be telling you what contracts to give to players. The first thing Guardiola say, good luck. But where did it, now Leonardo's gone and he he was seemingly the issue at the club for years and Poch came in and was pretty much a puppet. He had no, he, like he had no mm. freedom with regards to mm. changing any, any kind of structure at the club. Now he's going, Leonardo's going and now their best solution that they, that they think that can solve the, the crisis at the club um, with how they play in Europe is appointing their star player as the sporting That's director. That's bonkers, it is. But that again, it goes back to as I said, zero regulation, like you're on about financial fair play yeah. and all. Like it's like... They, they go and appeal anything that's put against them. They'll go and to yeah. cast an appeal, and, and yeah, uh, it's a shambles. And really we, we can't speak much because no. because of the wages. Like some of the Man United players are on as but well. You, you talk but about financial the, fair play. There was a great tweet from uh, Killian Sheridan, the the former Celtic, Celtic and player, Celtic yeah, player yeah. and Globetrotter, seemingly. But uh, he put up a really good tweet yesterday. Do you remember when all the Man City fans went on to the pitch after mm-hmm. the final whistle and they broke one of the crossbars? Yeah. He put up a tweet saying that that's how City, that's, uh, there's an excuse for City to put an extra 100 million quid to put to pass financial <laughs> fair play. <laughs> Repair a new crock, get a new crossbar. <laughs> and that's the problem though. There's loopholes everywhere, Andrew. We might laugh at that, but that's what they're exploiting. Yeah. Loopholes everywhere. Know, yeah. You know, I tweeted that over the weekend that the beautiful game how we knew it is no longer it's gone it's done yeah. but if you do bring it back to maybe the football side of things with Mbappe we, we started with Messi and Ronaldo there 
Do you think he can get to that level? No. The Messi-Ronaldo no. level? Oh. No, I don't think so. It's a bold call. How is it a bold call? He's still only a young man. Like He's still only a young man. How old is he? He'd be 24 this year. Yeah. Like he's well, well, he hasn't even scratched the surface of his peak. At yet. 22. Oh, I don't know. Think of what Messi and Ronaldo were doing. Both at 22, they were Ballon d'Or winners, Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, but and, champ- and Champions League but winners. But Mbappe also had to make his development while these two were still. Now he's got the, the World Cup. Pump, he can you know? flex the World Cup over them. But I no, I don't think anyone can reach. The, look, what's he trying to prove? He's staying in the French league. Yeah, no, that's, no I agree that's, with you. That's going to tarnish. His legacy, if he stays in that farmers league yeah, and but, doesn't go and play. But by the time that contract runs out, and I don't, I can't see him signing another contract like that. I think he will want to try and get out of there. Yeah, he'll be, tw- he'll still only be twenty-seven. He'll be twenty. Yeah, listen, he'll, he'll, he'll be at the peak of his. his I'd be in agreement with Al. What what we've seen with those two. Ah, like it's going it's to take like that's not anything you can do. I can do better. Yeah, and that's what take, it was yeah like. it's going to be like monumental to see someone o- overtake those two. And yeah, and as much as Mbappe is phenomenal, don't get me wrong, but those two are just the greatest we'll ever see. Like the greatest we'll ever. I can't see. A lot of people said that about Maradona as well, though. Let's not forget. Well, Nobody for me, Maradona is still the greatest. <laughs> I'd, I'd, still put, I'd still put the. So, <laughs> I'd still put Ronaldinho out there, but you're looking. No, no, no! Come on, Andrew. He was great. Well, listen, if we're going to talk about Ronaldinho. There's some gobshites on Twitter that think Neymar is a better player. Oh than no, him, Ronaldinho, I loved, but Ronaldinho is well down the pecking order when it comes to the greatest ever. Well, he is. I think one of the great. I think. Potentially the greatest ever could have been the Brazilian Ronaldo if injuries didn't hamper his Have you seen so the Maradona much. movie? I have, yeah. If you look at, right, the way he yeah. was living his lifestyle, right, from a Wednesday yeah. to a Sunday, right, and from a Sunday night to a Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> and you think what he was doing then on a, on a match day yeah. and getting kicked up and down the pitch with no protection on shitty enough pitches yeah. in the, one of the toughest leagues in the world at the time, the, the Serie A, mm. And you look at what he was producing and taking a team, right? You think of Napoli, who were I know, the peasants, yeah. the peasants yeah. of Italian football. Mm. That, that was the, the the phrase over them. And you think never won anything. He changed the whole culture of the yeah. Napoli's people and made them believe. And he's held in higher regard than Jesus over them. Like it's yeah, absolutely it is, yeah. phenomenal. It's nuts, so yeah. for me in that movie, I don't like as much as Messi and Ronaldo and the goals and everything. Yeah. They still are well protected and well looked after. Yeah. He had nothing. The fact that he came into that team and still had those outside distractions of partying all the time and managing to elevate them. He won two, did he win two league titles with yeah, them? And, and yeah, and won the European competition. And, yeah. Like what he done on yeah. his own. And then won the World Cup. Yeah, in 86, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Case closed. See, I just, yeah, see <laughs> my, my, child, my childhood, kind of, I experienced the Brazilian Ronaldo and for me, he was just... Mm. Yeah, he was he, first through great for mine as well. Yeah, he was just on another level and I remember that comeback he made in the 2002 World Cup and I remember being so happy as a neutral. He was I was a phenomenal. kid at the time but I just fucking, he was just unreal. Yeah, he was unreal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unreal. Um, we never actually got to talk about the final day. After. Sorry, yeah. No, we, no we, we'll get to it now. Yeah. What? Unbelievable drama. So it was like before, yeah. and and sometimes Al with cup finals or, or final days like this, the amount of hype and expectation around them, and they don't always live up to that yeah. hype. Yeah. So that was the one thing yesterday when I was looking at it. I just I even sent a tweet out. I hope this lives up to the expectation. Yeah. And it was just honestly, if I was to write down how I wanted it to go before the match, I don't think I could have written it any better. Yeah. In just in terms of the drama, the excitement, I actually fancied Villa to get something. 
mm. all week I thought it was written in the stars for yeah. Liverpool just because of the season they were having the whole Gerrard thing I felt was yeah. a factor Coutinho all these little factors that were playing into the bigger picture um, and that came into play which is crazy it all came into well, play it? Yeah. because to be fair to Gerrard he had them set up really well mm. like we see Man City particularly like I don't want to get too technical on it but you look at De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva yeah. picking up those little pockets normally and yeah. playing through you and if, they, if they've if they picked the ball up in those areas you know you're done yeah. and he played with three players protecting the back four and two in front of that tree yeah. so everything had to go wide it was almost like a Christmas tree yeah. if you think with four, three, two, yeah. one, and everything had to go wide and they were keeping them at bay yeah. they didn't even look I watched the Man City match and um, they were keeping them and they looked a threat on when they picked it up with Ollie Watkins as well yeah. uh, so in terms of a game plan it was it was the perfect template to how mm. you want to play against Man City yeah. um, then they obviously get the, the goal Matty Cash gets a great goal on a good brilliant counter attack yeah. they were still keeping them at bay that was when they looked like there was a bit of pressure coming on City then then when they went 2-0 up with Coutinho with an unbelievable I, I said this is it what a finish yeah. his what first brilliant touch finish. finish his first touch his first touch was beautiful but as well and the same goes for the Liverpool I think City and Liverpool were just fucking going at these two teams and they were leaving space yeah, yeah. for the counter like yeah. Wolves had plenty of yeah, chances against yeah. Liverpool a couple of great well. chances so so as my day was progressing when it went to 65 70 minutes when it went 2-0 and then I, that was when I flicked over. I thought it was game over. So I flicked over thinking, this is it. Liverpool score, this mm. is it. Because I couldn't see them coming back. Mm. So I flicked over and it was one all then with Liverpool. And then they were piling on. And as you said, it was yeah. the odd breakaway yeah. with Wolves. And I was thinking, this is fucking unreal viewing now, right? Yeah. Then it came it came up in the bottom of the screen, 2-1. <laughs> so then I went back to City, right? I went back to City at 2-all. Okay. And I said, I was sitting there with my future father-in-law and we were watching the City game when they went 2-0 down. And I said, can we please just switch out? Because he just does not like Liverpool. If we switch Who over he to support? Liverpool... He, he's a United okay. fan, like, like myself. I said, if we switch over to Liverpool, I'm telling you, the fortunes will change. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, Dave, this is how football works. You know, I'm superstitious with these things. He goes, it won't. I'm telling you, it won't. And I just took the, took the remote. I flicked over to Liverpool when it went 2-0. And then, what do you know? Bang, While bang. I'm watching Liverpool, City scored the two yeah, goals. So I went back to City and they got the winner. And I didn't celebrate. I was relieved. <laughs> How did you feel this morning? I feel Still shit. Relieved. I, relieved and shit. Yeah. <laughs> How do you... How do you like, I feel re- relieved and shit. I... How do you pick I mean, one over the other? Like? Relieved as a Man United fan, yeah, how do you pick I, one over the other? It is though. Uh, yeah, you have to pick City, don't you? It's just it's protecting the twenty, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It's protecting the twenty. Ah, well, and the well, treble well, and everything. Yeah. Well, when you look at it in fairness, so then obviously I went back to City. The substitutions, Gundogan made a huge yeah. difference, and Sterling, Sterling, Sterling was brilliant. Yeah. Put a cross into the box, and that's something as well that you have to credit them on. They were two 0 down against West Ham mm. last week backs to the wall to come out and they have this unbelievable ability and they have the beauty of having great players to come on yeah. off the bench but if it's not Sterling it's Mares. if it's not Mares, yeah. it's Bernardo Silva so they have all that quality but the substitution of Gundogan and they have this unbelievable ability when you watch them that when one goes in you just think there's going to be two, That's three, it. four yeah. they just reel off and I think it was eight or nine minutes was it they got the three goals six six, six. minutes <coughs> that's phenomenal. Like. I was watching. Uh, I was watching the city game from when they went one 0 yeah. down, and at halftime they were they were having the discussion. It was uh, Mika Richards, uh, uh, Roy Keane, and I think was it Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. and they and the question was put to them: Who is who is this year's Aguero? Who who is? Sergio I heard Aguero them saying that. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. every single one of them I thought was interesting said Jack Grealish, and he didn't even play. 
I don't think Keane said that though, yeah. did he? I think he did. Did he? Redknapp and, and Michael, Ri- Michael yeah. Richards. Are, don't get me started on him, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think he did. Say, I think he did say Grealish. I could be wrong on that name, but I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, but he did. He didn't go into any detail around no. it. I think he just said. Well, Grealish. Keane said before the yeah. match. Um, one of his quotes about Grealish before the match was, "Pep doesn't trust him." Yeah, you're play. You're still paying. You've paid a hundred yeah. million for this fella. And here's the biggest game where you think the fella that I just bought to make the oh, difference. Oh, he, he's a flip the switch player. Yeah, and and yeah. Keane says the bottom line is Pep still doesn't trust him. And when it came most interesting on your point, Andrew, because they did all say that at half time, mm. when it did come to that substitution on sixty minutes or sixty five, you're yeah. thinking Grealish, he brings on Gundogan. Yeah. No, I thought that I, I did but, think Gundogan was a good substitution though. Yeah. Oh and no, he, no, and, exactly. Time, but 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 any other manager. Yeah. Having Grealish on the bench would have brought Grealish on. But the amount of times he Th- they has probably would have, but, but Gundogan as well is. Oh no, Gundogan he, a great he has, he has that vital experience, and even last season, and he's when, German, and he's German. Them Germans are oh just yeah, robots. he's just efficient. But even last season, when um, was it, when yeah. De Bruyne was out yeah. for a large. How, we'll talk about how De Bruyne got player of the season last season another time, but that's just ridiculous because Gundogan was unreal. <laughs> yeah. But he he filled De Bruyne's place. Yeah. To a massive degree last year. But the year. amount of times he's dug them out of a hole as well. He even has, if, yeah. Even if, even if City were 1-0 down after half an hour and again, yeah. he's the one either getting that equaliser or he's playing a big part in getting yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. he's a good player. Yeah. Like, oh no, that substitution... Vastly underrated player. Yeah. ...was fine and a good one, obviously, and it's proved to be very good, but I'm telling you, 19 out of the 20 managers having Grealish on the bench would have brought him on yesterday. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Sterling as well. I, he well, also has well when you go back to even the European game and I don't I can't believe Sterling didn't play Sterling to me Sterling gets a hard press I think Sterling yeah, is absolutely phenomenal yeah he is a brilliant player he's unbelievable he and that cross brilliant. yesterday and, and he does it Euros with England he does it when it matters Sterling yeah. the he sign does, of a great player he does yeah. it when it matters exactly yeah it's <laughs> how I kind of look at well I suppose Salah did score yesterday but I this towards the end of the season, Mane has been far more reliable than Salah. How unfit does Salah look, though? Yeah, he, just, he looks very unfit. Something I don't know what happened. Now he has got a couple of goals, and like yeah, he, he tore United apart. But listen, that's easy like, to do. Any, any unfit player can do yeah, well, that. Like he did have that month away. So sure you don't know how much that took out of him as yeah. well. Um, it's a long so, season. Like so that. did Mane, though. True, but yeah, but, yeah, that's a good point. But the. Um, the amount of games these fellas are playing as well, yeah. Andrew. Like it's Un- just, oh, it, look, it, not, it's unbelievable. I'm, like I'm not taking that away from him at all. If yeah. anything, I think it says more about Manny's fitness levels than mm. it does about Salah's. To yeah, be fair. Like, and they've changed his position. If you think uh, Manny used to play on the left, and then when obviously when they signed Luis, he became flavour of the month because yeah. he was brilliant. They had to push Manny in. Firmino got left out. Yeah. Jota, and he's gone through the middle, and he's been phenomenal. He's been unreal. He's, been yeah. he's a great player, though, man. Great I, player. I don't think it'll affect Liverpool too much if Salah does leave this summer. I really I don't, don't think so. Well, now that you're no, on Salah, right? The lad that's obviously got the golden boot with him. How oh how does God. nobody go after him? He's he, my favourite. You see, I think I think so, everyone, I think everyone's missed the boat now, unless they want to pay a shitload of money. Because Daniel but, Levy is is a man that yeah, he's not yeah, he but, doesn't but, care. But up to now, I went over to Spurs and United there in. I think it was October, November time. It was actually United won three 0 You have Cavani, Ronaldo got a great goal to volley. Yeah, um, and Son was the best player on the pitch. Now the two yeah. teams were poor at the time. It was Nuno's last game. He got sacked yeah. after that. They were dreadful Spurs. But his Son, I I came away from the ground thinking, how does nobody sign this fella? I know. He, like how is he not linked when I when you hear all the other names linked with the top club? Phenomenal talent. 
unbelievable attitude. His never injured. Finishing is fucking sublime. As never well. injured. And that Kulisevsky is well. yeah, great He's player, yeah. brilliant. Well, Conte had done unbelievable. But that's the thing. Um, we were saying that Conte. Oh, I love Conte. He Son, is. Son's second goal yesterday as well. If you didn't see it, it was an absolute. Oh, it was a peach. A He's peach of a goal. Both feet. Yeah. And Conte, yeah, like. Uh, I remember at the time when he went when he went to Spurs. I have a soft spot for Spurs because my young fella loves Spurs. Yeah, and uh, that's why we were over there. And I I do have a soft spot for them. And I when when they got Conte, I was like, how are Man United not going for this fella? No, to me he's up there with Klopp and Guardiola. I think, I think there's a bullshit false narrative around Conte that he's some kind of Mourinho esque manager that he's negative. It's he's because not. he's Italian. Yeah, it is. But he's right. It is, and it is bullshit. It's yeah. a false narrative around. Him. Oh well, he wins, and then he and then he gets bored, and he wants to go somewhere else. Gary Neville came out with this one day, and I was saying to myself, like, it's ridiculous. It's nonsense. I've yeah, had debates with, with my mates about it as well. Like, should have went for Conte. A hundred percent should have went for. Now I know to have Ten Hag in now, yeah. but back then Conte was the man, and he would have shaken that place up because you look at the first thing he did the day I was over there. Delhi Ali, his attitude was a disgrace. Two yeah. weeks later, when Conte came in. Bang, good luck. Shipped him out, yeah. And this is the thing, he would have shaken up that man, because that's obviously the biggest problem there, the personnel and the individuals. And He would have shaken the whole thing up. Mm. To me, he's a phenomenal manager and he's proved that with Spurs. Oh, and what? what he did with Inter last year as well, Chelsea. was just phenomenal. Brilliant manager. Didn't but he break the, the goal thing, scoring record or something? Something like that last yeah. year. But the one thing, do you remember the interview, we spoke about this on the podcast, do you remember the interview we did a, few, a couple of months back where he was saying like, oh, I don't know if I'm right for the club and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I still don't understand what he was trying to do. With I, I'm sure there was a mind game in there somewhere, it, but I yeah, it might have been some sort of message too, Daniel Levy, because he wanted players. He knew he needed players, yeah. and and that's when he he ended up getting Bentancur and Kulisevsky yeah. after that. Yeah, was that was that was that after? That? I think it was. Oh, yeah, right. because he was on the verge. At you're right, them first few weeks, yeah. it looked like he might walk. Yeah, because I'd say he was at loggerheads with Levy. Yeah, and because uh, he was probably promised a lot at the start, and then it wasn't happening. He was probably mm. sitting here. I'm not having this. Yeah. So, and this is the thing now with the position to find themselves in now is if Levy doesn't back this fella, he'll never back mm. anyone ever. No. He's got to back He has him. to back they, him. They, back oh, him honestly and they have the makings of a really they, good team. They, they could be, I'd say, three or four signings away. Like if you've came from Liverpool son, like, and City. But, but not, I, and to, not to mention the form of Matt Doherty before he got mm. injured as well from an Irish yeah. perspective. Like that, like he, he was playing the best yeah. football I'd mm. ever it's seen. Encouraging, him yeah. But that's the demands he puts on them as well. You know what I mean? They were in tip top shape. Yeah. Their fitness levels. They went from 19th in the running distances and all these yeah. kind of stats to look at now to one, basically. They were nineteenth yeah. with with Nuno. They were a shambles. I saw them in the flesh. Yeah. They were a shambles. Absolutely, didn't I, give a shite. I couldn't believe the team that I. I actually couldn't believe United got three points against them in Old Trafford as mm. well. That was a real shocker. But I couldn't believe how far they came from that the, Nuno's last game. Um, all down to loss. him. Yeah, all down. To all him. down to him. He is an incredible. He's one of the best in the world. Yeah, I love Conte. Yeah, you know, absolutely love him. And it's this whole thing like, oh, he'll come in and he'll, he'll win a league and he'll feck off. No. Well, we'll see now how... We'll in, see how he gets yeah, on. If yeah. Levy, um, but he has to back him. And when you've yeah. Kane and Son in your team, holy God, you've always mm. a chance. Like, Yeah, and I'd say that, that'll be another thing that Conte would be saying. Do not even consider setting either of them, no matter what kind of... Yeah, no, I, well, I think yeah. that boat, a sale now with the whole... I thought Kane was gone last he's, year. He'd be happy enough now with Champions League football. Yeah. Right? And like... I think he's missed the boat as well. I think yeah. his time to go yeah. was last season now. And yeah, I don't. I don't look. His end of the season was very encouraging from his point of view. Yeah, but 
for most of the season he just wasn't up to scratch. But again when Conte came in Andrew he got him fitter yeah. and leaner looking yeah. Kane he was, he he was, actually, he was yeah. a bit mm. kind of lethargic the early yeah. part of the season obviously coming off the oars as well but you look at him towards the end and how lean he looked yeah. and fit mm. sharp Oh yeah, and it goes back to I've said he's this. A, he's, I, a, he's a wonderful player. How long watch, have I been he? saying to you? Well, Man United should have broken the bank for him about four years ago, and yeah. I'd still break the bank tomorrow for him. I'd st- oh yeah, hundred percent. I still would because if his, if his head was turned last year, his head will be turned again this year if the, if if the right offer was on the table for him. But um, let's let's go to to Man United and the Europa League qualification because I mean didn't have to do anything mm, West Ham I lost 3-1 against Brighton so we're in the Europa League we're not in the Conference League we probably deserve to be in the Conference League given our our relegation-esque form Before in the last you, few months yeah and Simon Delaney said that as well on yeah. episode 7 if you haven't listened to it it's yeah. a great episode uh, he basically great. said he basically said 50 that, minute rant it was great oh it just it's gold <laughs> but he, he was saying that uh, you know this crowd do not deserve Champions League football and they should and if they get into the Conference League they should absolutely play in it they shouldn't fly there I'd send them in a bus <laughs> 2,000 kilometres across yeah. East, Eastern Europe like it's I kind of wanted this, I kind of wanted that to happen just to yeah. see what Simon would say oh, they, they 100% <laughs> no look I, I followed United all my life and, and what's going on at the moment yeah. is an absolute like it's a shambles, really. Yeah. But it's not going on at the moment. It's been going on the last number of years. I wa- I was dead against Solskjaer for years. I know you were dead yeah. against him. Like, and I from think, the start though. Yeah, yeah. Just because you're Rio Ferdinand being an being an Egypt, give him what he wants. Ollie's at the wheel. Put the content on the table. <laughs> that's it. Ollie's at the wheel, <laughs> and that's a problem at football. And that clip will be forever played on Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> We are far too reactionary. We all fall for the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jeez. great at the time, though. No, but it was, oh, it it was, was euphoric. The most, it was it the was most nonsense racist. piece of analysis I've ever seen in my life. I know. We got a good result, and he's churning out this stuff on BT Sport. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, come on, lads. Uh, it's up there with, oh, with up Hansen. He'll yeah. never win it with, with kids. Eight or nine weeks was he in the job at that stage. I know it was a great result against PSG, yeah. but I'm looking at the team saying to myself, come on. And it was the whole kind of sentimental thing with Solskjaer yeah. and obviously don't get me wrong brilliant player brilliant servant never been a man it was the bounce from the toxicity of that Mourinho created get at anywhere. the club they were just so happy and oh we'll just keep winning and then fucking and for I him suppose, to become uh, uh. listen he did do he did a decent job the next two seasons we finished third and we finished second but yeah it, it just but I, he, I, I always I always viewed Ole as the man like not to take us to that level where he'd be you know, duking it out with Klopp and Guardiola. I always thought... I'd, I'd argue that the season he took us to third, I think that should have been the season where they like, right, now we need to kind of... Break. Yeah. I know I know he did better than the following season, yeah. but, but just you kind of about... have to pick your battle as to when... Because I think every, all of us in here knew that it wasn't going to... It wasn't good. He wasn't going to be the man to bring yeah. his lads. But the man, he wasn't even going to be ever even in the in the same vicinity as mm. Klopp and Guardiola. No. Just, no. He was he was gone, coming from Cardiff and Molde. I know to yeah. go up against Klopp and Guardiola. He shouldn't even be even in that sentence. But that's the problem with with the club. It would too much of this fucking the romantic element. But the problems, but the problems that I think have reared their head this year with the likes of Pogba and some of the individuals who everybody points out, and you can see them a mile away their attitudes. Mm. He indulged so much of that, Al. He did. He used to come out after matches and when they were stinking, he'd be, 
And I know there's a part where you have to protect them in public and all. But a blind man could see how toxic it was. And he, he every week, yeah. good bunch of lads. Well, good, I, and yeah. you're looking at it. Keane, look, Keane I, was in the studio going, what is going on I here? I look like, back at one of his interviews and it was one of his final games. And he, I think it might have been the Watford game. And he said, "In the of course, no, don't, 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 uh, don't criticize the lads. They're fantastic lads. They don't deserve the criticism. They're good lads. They're, they're just fantastic in every way. So no, they don't deserve anything. You know, you know I mean? I'm, I'm proud of that. And all. So, but that's the thing. He was too much of a nice guy. No, it was nice, the nice teacher. And when it got towards the end, I think. Just sorry to cut across you, Alan. I think though, he's trying to protect the players." Whereas when Ranga came in, then he tried to basically just throw them all yeah. under the bus. But it, yeah. but it got to the stage, right? And this is and this is the thing, Andrew. It got to the stage that where you're saying he was trying to protect them, and rightly so. But things had gotten so bad. Yeah, he, no, no, that's what I was no, getting at. But yeah. he was going out the door anyway. So I would have brought instead of coming out, don't 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 yeah. um, give them any stick. I would have dragged about five or six down with me at the time because he was <laughs> going anyway. Solskjaer, he was losing his yeah. job, and they were the reason he was losing yeah. his job. So the first thing I would have been saying was, "Well, did you see his performance today? And did you see him?" Yeah. And that was the problem. But he yeah. used to indulge it. And maybe, look, because as you say, he's a nice guy. He was never cut out for that. And you could see in his face and how but stressed he, he... What What needs to happen now, Al? Because I, I'm looking at this and, and I was thinking there a few years ago. I remember when um, when Ollie was in charge, there was a rumour that we were in for Dybala. And Dybala, he was unwanted at Juve. I think mm. Sarri was in charge at that point. And he didn't want the United move. I was like, the cheek of this fuck. Yeah. He doesn't want to come to Manchester United. Mm. They're great and mighty Manchester United. And yeah, now and I think... And now, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years later, there's a similar situation with the rumours of De Jong coming to the club. And he's not interested. And I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? He's fucking right. The, the only factor in him coming to the club is Ten Hag, yeah. well, his former manager. Well, hang on a... On Isn't that, it a sad state of affairs well, that fellas don't the, want to come the, to the whole, the aura and the history, yeah. that all has to go out the window. The, you know, as Keane would say, but, like, this, this is Manchester United, you know, he but, says it every week. But whatever it's... about Dybala thinking that, he was coming from a club that was winning Serie A's and they were constantly challenging for them, whereas Man United, you yeah. could see that's where they were going. I don't know where Frankie de Jong gets to say, oh, no, I'm not sure about that one now, considering the club he's at and the shambles they're currently in. Has he won a league title with him? No, no, Xavi's only taken over. Yeah. Now Xavi's trying to rebuild. No, but in the last few years he hasn't, no. No, 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 no. he didn't. No, no yeah, no. they haven't won a league since and, 2019. And they're, yeah. and they're financially fucked. Yeah. But the bigger the you bigger know? point there as well, like, imagine imagine players turning down Man United. Well... Like, that's how, that's how yeah. low they've kind of... But that's how bad things are. You know, you look at Man United now as one of those clubs in China a couple of years ago that would have offered half a million to, say, a player like Oscar. Remember Oscar, Oscar at yeah, Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember he went over there and he was getting about, yeah, nearly half a million a week. Yeah. That's what Man United are. It's it's a... It's a yeah, well, it's hopefully... A, it's a like, good wage and it's it's a bit of a lounging... Like, you asked the question here, what needs to happen now? Like, obviously, the new manager's come in. I like the job that he has done at Ajax. Yeah. Um, he the, seems... Really up for it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. But why wouldn't he be? Like, mm. it's a huge opportunity for him. Uh, like we we've spoken for the last half an hour about the brilliance of mm. the final day with Klopp and Guardiola. So he wants to pit himself against the best manager. So it's a huge opportunity yeah. for him. He probably mm. looking at it at the moment in terms of they're at such a low ebb. There's only one way it can go. Yeah. So it's not like he's coming in thinking, all right, they're really struggling seventh, yeah. eighth, ninth, <clears throat> and we can't go to fourteen, fifteen. He's probably thinking I can improve. Yeah. 
short term targets of maybe getting them back into the Champions League yeah. then maybe look at challenging obviously his recruitment is going to be key but the biggest thing for me is obviously recruitment getting fellas in but who is he going to get out because he needs to clear out a lot of players there and if he wants to put a stamp on things he's going to have to make the big decisions and just clear them off it's a long list so ha- it's a long be, list you have to be careful as well that you don't make too much of a wholesale wholesale change I think, yeah. we, I think we know that there's a lot of players that do need to get out well, of go there through, go through the first 11 who would you keep David De Gea that's it um, I would personally keep Lindelof no I wouldn't keep I would him. keep Lindelof <laughs> for cover I would but I keep. I think you have to keep Lindelof. The where like no, I don't, he'd be only backup. Lindelof and Varane. I'd shift the other. I'd say in the last couple of months and how he's played for Ranić, uh, Fred, Fred as well. Yeah, but there you go. Right, you've you've Dalo and Wambasaka. Not good enough, right? Mm. You have. I wouldn't give up on Dalo just yet. Not good enough. You look at Telles. Telles no. and Luke Shaw. Not good enough. You look at the centre halves. I'd keep Lindelof maybe as backup. The well, Varane thing, it's all up in the air. Um, because I, I, I think you have to, you have to get to a stage though. Like you can't, like the way it is, our fit centre halves at the moment yeah. are, if they're fit, are Maguire, Varane, Lindelof, and mm. Bai. He's going by. Yeah, Bai's going. going. So you can't get rid of. Realistically, you could probably get rid of all of them, but who do you bring in then? Oh because no, I not like you're looking at the young lad. You have to be careful at that sense as well. That's yeah. why I think you have to keep Lindelof. Yeah, not that like whether he starts. But if you're serious, but if you're serious about the club getting back to the heights, and we've spoken about like the two best teams we could have ever seen, you know, in City and Liverpool, the standards there, like Man United are a million miles off that, Mm. and Dalo and Wan Bissaka and Telles and Lindelof, they're not going to get you back to that. No, but I think, but I think, but you you need to have, but you need, but you need to have the players there that are being able that that will be able to bring you along that transition. Yeah, like, like he's like, not going to come not, in and I'm clear not, out 16 players. But see, yeah. these are players that have coasted the last couple of years. Yes, they, they finished third and second in those two seasons. But they've coasted in a sense where they've they've had a manager who was very lenient. Mm. This guy's coming in and he's going to fucking whip them into shape. Like I'm hearing of a fitness Sancho boot camp. Is, really? Sancho as well as another one. And so to be Sancho, fair to Ragnick, yeah. like we haven't mentioned him. I've loved his kind of statements and coming out because he he's yeah. basically tell he's basically saying everything we can see yeah and look yeah. and I understand that as well but That's I also been, it's been hidden from us for years but I also yeah. think that it also has to get to a stage where you stop talking about how toxic these players are we know that yeah, you, know, you have to get it behind can't be, someone, It yeah. can't be an excuse every week. No, yeah, no, but that's why you offload them. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you're going out the but door. There's so many that believe me. But every week, but every week we've heard about the toxic nature of the club and then how bad it is from Ra- from Rangnick himself. And look, yeah. and I, no, but I'm not, said, like the players I, I mentioned, bad. right? So yeah. all I've given you so far is four or five names, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Not once have I said any of them are bad apples. They're just not good enough. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's understandable. Like, Dalo well. could be the best professional in the world for all I know, but he's just not good enough. Yeah, Either as Juan Misaka or Tellez. But that's my point. Dalo, Dalo can't defend. Going forward, he's decent enough, but his crosses, I, someone needs can to we, can work we mer- on his crosses. Can we merge uh, Dalo and Juan Bissaka? Well, Juan Bissaka was never good enough either. Like, you know, he the was, money to he spend. Was a, he was a good defender. Well, he was a good last-ditch defender. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you're a last-ditch defender... Yeah, you're, tells, you're, your position's yeah. all over the well, shop. The, yeah. yeah, the whole kind of... The, the, the full-back, the mould of, of a full-back has completely changed. Well, as well. Trent and Juan, Juan Bissaka... Different levels. Yeah, but you see, with Trent, if, if we're going on to Trent... Oh, here we go. No. Uh, Do you not I, like Trent? I, I'm a Cancelo over Trent guy, and I always have been. I just think Trent... I think going forward assist wise passing I think Trent's probably one of the best in the world I could see but Trent. as a right back 
Oh no, defensively. Well, you know, it'd be interesting now for your point there. I could see Trent see how he gets on against Vinicius, against Vinicius. Saturday night yeah. and destroy him. I could see him in the future moving into midfield as well, like Philip Lamb did. Like a Lamb or and a no. Kimmich. Kimmich played right yeah. back as well. No, I don't know because the, the freedom he gets in that right position, with, especially with Liverpool dominating possession, it's phenomenal. But he can afford to bomb forward. Oh no, but that's he can what I'm afford saying. to leave Whereas that if he goes into the middle, he won't get that who freedom. Does he, who does he play beside? As a, who's the centre back right beside him? Virgil Van Dijk. I know he's. He, Virgil van Dijk fucking covers his position for him at times. It's, he's he's got that luxury. He's good. Virgil van Dijk, no. yeah, he's decent, Trent. isn't he? No, I, defensively, but I think he's gotten better a little defensively, but Vinicius is going to be a serious test. That's a serious Perisic test. gave him a good gun over for the Inter Milan match. Yeah, um, yeah. Because defensively he's weak, but weigh it up. What, what he's given you offensively compares mm. to def- defensively. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I like, he, like he's a right full with the most assists yeah. in the league or something. I know. Yeah, it's it is. It's, like it's ridiculous. It's phenomenal. I don't think anyone will take that away from him. But Southgate, to be fair, is is not not having him. He's 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 Reece James over or Kyle Walker. But Kyle Walker's a better Kyle defender. Kyle Walker, yeah. and it's, but it's his pace that gets him out of all the sticky situations. But see, Kyle Walker's kind of more of a right sided central defender in a three now with that uh, with England, really, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah yeah. He would be. He wouldn't be the type of fullback that just bombs forward like he used to be. But he can. He still can. He still has that that bit of pace about him. He is a machine, to be fair. Um, He's developed a positional sense as well, which I think is really impressive for mm. a footballer of his age. What is he now? He's 31, 31, I think. For a footballer of his age to be able to build, to develop that sense of awareness. It all crumbled when he he came off. It all crumbled. There's this whole myth about Pep the, uh, when he becomes the overthinker, <laughs> do you like Pep? I no, listen, uh, Pep is give phenomenal. us Pep. You know, for us, of course, you know, we're very happy. We are very happy, Alan. You know, but it was a little bit shaky, but you know, we dust ourselves down. He's a know. bit passive aggressive right. in the interest, is he? Of course, you have to be. You have to be. There is a method to the madness, okay? <laughs> for us to be successful, look at Einstein, Matt. Mad as a brush. I am mad as a brush. So, for us, there is madness to our genius. Stop smacking the second table, Pep, will you? I don't give a shit. <laughs> but he's a genius. Anyway, it's it's uh, Monday, the twenty third of May, when we record this episode. The big game on Saturday, five days away, the Champions League final. Arguably, two of yeah the most historic clubs in the Champions League. AC Milan have the seven Champions Leagues over Liverpool. Liverpool have the six. But this is a great Champions League final. With regard, in terms of history, in terms of the two teams going up against each other, the key battles. What do you think, Al? Uh, well, when Real Madrid played PSG, I didn't fancy them, and yeah. it came through. When Real Madrid played Chelsea, I didn't fancy Did them. Did you not? No, not I at all. I fancied them against Chelsea. No, fancy, I fancy Chelsea. Did you? And when Real Madrid played Man City, I absolutely didn't fancy them. Yeah. So I've had them beaten in the three previous rounds, and yet here they are still. How, I'll never know, because particularly the PSG, when you go back to that. Yeah. And PSG were brilliant in that first half. And if someone had to say to me, if I went down to the shop at half time and missed the second half, yeah. and the fella in the shop said to me, oh, by the way, Real Madrid are going to win that match that you're missing out on the mm. second half, I would have laughed at him. Yeah. And how they came through that, I'll never know. Benzema, obviously the main reason. Um, something similar with Chelsea. Chelsea had them beaten out the door. And then Alonso's, it was a bit harsh, I felt, to disallowed goal. Yeah. Um, and then the Man City thing was just absolutely like, I've always kind of thought throughout the years I've seen everything in football that and then that something like that happens yeah. and it's just incredible um, so I haven't fancied them in any of the previous rounds and I don't fancy them in the final so that means they're going to win <laughs> 100% they're going to win but yeah. I do fancy Liverpool strongly I don't think yeah. anyone I think the big thing for 
Ancelotti and Real Madrid going into that final is his team selection. Mm. And if you think of the successful years that Real Madrid had under Zidane and winning obviously the, the, all the Champions Leagues and the three mainstays of the team, Casemiro, Cruz and Modric, yeah. who have been absolutely phenomenal over yeah. the years, great players, and I've, I've loved them all. But it's if the he, last dance for them. If he sense, plays those it? three, he could forget about it. Think so. Forget Camavinga. about it. Camavinga has to come in. Hundred yeah. million yeah. percent. You yeah. think of Liverpool's energy and power, and now I know it's a long season for them as well, but they'll be ready to rock on Saturday night. Yeah, they'll and over, with a point. Particularly to prove Cruz, as well. they'll over. He'll play Modric. Hundred percent. You have to play him. He's mm. brilliant. Play Casemiro just to sit him because you need that protection. Yeah, and play Camavinga. Has to play Casemiro. Yeah. I, I think, wouldn't play I Cruz. Think he does. I yeah. think. I think if you're playing Casemiro, I think he has to be the one to check on Trent bombing forward. He has to just keep yeah. watching him, play him on the left side of the yeah. midfield three. Well, you could actually what, what you could do. I and think he what, w- he was a massive difference to Madrid last year in the quarterfinal yeah, against Liverpool. What he, he could do is play sh- the two. He shut down everything for play Liverpool. Casemiro and Camavinga sitting in front of the back four. The two of them mm. yeah. let Modric just roam around, and then you still have your three yeah. with Vinicius, Benzema, and whoever he plays on the right hand side. It will either be Rodrigo, will it be Rod- or or he could play the lad. Um, not Asensio no he won't play him he might play the other lad the, the midfielder his name escapes me now because he can oh, drop um, back defensively as well yes yes I know the I think he's Uruguayan lad oh Valverde Valverde yes, yeah, yeah. yeah Valverde because he can be defensive minded as well and he yeah. has energy to get up and down yeah. but I think if he plays the three if I text you Saturday night and them three are playing I don't think they have any chance has yeah. to play Camavinga yeah. just his energy alone and his qualities phenomenal he mm. looks like a superstar yeah because um, I think if he played Cruz in particular his legs are gone he's been a brilliant player mm. but he's le- and it's alright maybe in La Liga where they're still dominating 70-80% of the matches yeah they won't against Liverpool and he just doesn't have the energy see, the, thing, but, the thing for Liverpool from a Liverpool point of view as well is the fitness of Fabinho yeah I think that's massively yeah. so yeah so and if, if Fabinho's definitely out then you have to play Camavinga yeah you yeah, have well, to play gotta him. play him yeah, but I still think... I, I think he has to play him anyway, no matter whether Fabinho's yeah. playing or not. He I, has to play him. I, I, I hate to disappoint you. I think he's going to go with the usual three. But that's just from, it, from an experience point of view. can't be sentimental in the big finals, Carol. I know. For, for me, he's a... I mean, Tony is a, one of the best players, a experience. <laughs> a Champions League, a World Cup, a La Liga, a Bundesliga. For me, he's a great player. So... <laughs> For me, I may as well speak as Carlo. The key battles is a Benzema, a Van Dijk, a Vinicius and Trent. Vinicius will smoke Trent because he'll be too busy attacking and having Virgil, having Daddy Virgil to cover him. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, just to... Um, but just on that Brilliant. as well, if, for, if Van Dijk is having to cover Vinicius Jr. because Trent has bombed forward then that leaves Benzema in the box to have a feel. I know, it's a real intriguing battle. That's yeah. my only take on it, just in that midfield area, because that's so important. But to go back to, I suppose, all the reasons where I didn't fancy them and have come true, that makes me believe now, and I'm super, you mentioned being mm. superstitious, I'm, I'm into all that, the kind of psychology of things and all. Yeah. I think their name could be written on it as well, because how do you keep coming through those rounds? Yeah. So it's going to make for such a brilliant... Al, there's certain time. people I can't watch United games with. Because no. every time I watched them, with the, I, they really? lose. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone not have that? No. Well, I can probably count on one. No, listen. Next, games won, do you know what? It, it was. It was no, listen. It was. It was the case years ago when United were good. There was certain people I just watched the games with, and every time they'd lose. 
So it's yeah, weird, so football it's works be, in weird ways. It's go, I fancy Liverpool, but because of the way Real Madrid have got yeah. to the final, I I think it. I'd love to see a brilliant final finish off what we've seen. I think it will be. I think it could be a three-two cracker. I, like, I think it'll be an absolute cracker. Yeah. Two, two brilliant teams going up against each other. Madrid are a bit leaky at the back. I mm. think that's that's there's that's definitely goals in it. Yeah, there's there is there's goals in it. And then and, Liverpool and it's a with that high line thing. and all, you know, yeah. like Vinicius could exploit that. It's a pissed off Liverpool team going into it, like with regards to the final in Kiev in 2018. And obviously losing the title to it's City. It's in Paris as well, isn't it? Yeah. Benzema in, back in the French in squad and all that kind of... All these yeah. things matter. Oh, yeah. Jesus, I didn't even well, think Benzema, of that. Benzema is at that point now, this season, where anything he does... He's the turns, main man now. It's just magic. I want to be written for him to, to deliver in I've Paris been, on I've a Champions League night. That yeah. all year, and that's Unreal. why... And it's nothing to do with the Liverpool thing. I want, I'd like Real Madrid to do it. And for him to be the star of the show. Well, he's been yeah. the star up to I now. He's, he's kept exactly. him in the competition on his own. So yeah, can he have one more big night in him? Absolutely. Yeah. So it yeah. should make for a cracker. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, Al, you've been an absolute pleasure, my man. Al, it's good to uh, finally Delighted get on and have a little chat yeah, with you. Yeah, no, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, I've loved it. I love your work, as you know. I love your work, I love Al. your work. We I go really way do. back. Yeah, I do. We go uh, way back. A big fan, <laughs> as you know, and delighted to see everything's going so well for you. Yeah, no, and it's been all. a pleasure. Andrew, thank you as well. Thank you, Al. Gentlemen. And on that note, that's all we have time for this week. This podcast was brought to you by Go Loud. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcast. Whether you're looking for a laugh out loud comedy, a gripping true crime story, or some practical life advice, the Go Loud app is the place for you. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. You'll find Goldmouth first on the Go Loud app and all major podcast platforms too. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.